0: we all have that safe place we all have that spot that place that makes us feel safe that thing that makes us feel good if the home is no longer safe the child will naturally go looking for something anything like let's think about it right if you're in a super hot room and it's summer and the heat is literally blistering. Let's be real. All you're looking for is a way out. You're sweating. You're melting away. You can't be expected to just sit there and cope. If that was you, you're going to rush to open the window or a door. Turn on the fan. You can't take the heat. It's as simple as that. So you need a way out. You need a way to let air in. Your body is naturally telling you, hey, yo, listen. You need to amend the atmosphere because your body can't take this any longer. When I was in year seven, yeah, home life was mad. Like my secondary school experience was the best time of my life. But at the same time, it was the worst time of my life real talk. You know the saying, if you can't take the heat, then get out of the kitchen. In my case, the home was the kitchen, and it was just too hot. I couldn't take it anymore, but I had to take it. Like I said before, I'm growing up. I'm seeing good things within myself. But nothing, absolutely nothing is being affirmed. I know there's good there. And like I said in previous chapters, I see it. But it looks like no one else sees it. And even if that weren't true, it seemed true to me. I just feel like when I'm home or when I get home, it's just trouble shouting, miserable, always something to do, always something I've done, the atmosphere was usually weird, like on the odd occasion things would be quite good, like don't get it twisted, but those good times would never last, like good times were good, I'll give you that, but that was it, but you see the bad times, bad times were bad. Like, home was like a super hot room and I just needed out, like, real, real talk. I would come home and automatically, like, straight away, I don't want to be there. Like, it's long. The atmosphere, the tension, it's just rough. I just wanted out. So guess what? I needed a way to leave without leaving. I needed a place to run away right here in my home. Listen, I was a kid that would get to school first, like way before the other kids. Obviously, there were times when I'll be late, don't get it twisted. But generally speaking, I was an early bird. I just wanted to get out of the house. Like I said before, it was mad hot. The house used to get to me so every opportunity that I could get out I was gone so school was my safe place getting up early made sense because the earliest I could get up and get out that meant I'll be away from the trouble yeah let's remember I've mentioned this before football wasn't just football to me to a lot of the mandem I'm not saying they didn't like it like me Right? I know they loved it, but I'm telling you, football was a bit more to me because I was using football as a getaway. This was my safe place. Like I said, the room was too hot. yeah, And this was my open window. This was my breath of fresh air. Football was more like my medicine. For me, it meant more than kicking a ball. I was kicking out my pain every time I played this sport. be playing right up until the bell would ring like for a long time listen man football really saved my life i was known for football these times it was all i really cared about after playing football in the morning it was straight to form time and we had this teacher yeah if you know then you know man mr percy yeah mr percy was my favorite teacher like in life no one even came close and trust me i've had enough teachers who i loved yeah. I rated enough of these teachers, but none of them were like Mr. Percy. Trust me. Yeah. Bearman know this. right? If you're from Southfields from, from a long time, you know the best teacher that's been in Southfields Community College was Mr. Percy. Yeah, like this man was like my like, like like my dad. I'll be real. I listened to him. I respected him. He had mad mad time for me. Yeah, having him in my corner was a touch. It meant something yeah and i needed that and i sincerely thank the most high for allowing me to have mr percy as part of my life i remember being late to school one day right and me and aaron were rolling through clapping junction and we were late yeah and we heard a beep we turned around and guess who it was that's right mr percy yeah rolling in his blacked out renault mcgann coupe moving mad get me, Mr. Percy was like the oldest, without being the oldest. yeah? We rated them so highly. Sometimes in a child's life, right, when everything is going left, when nothing is going right, all they need is an older. All they need is someone bigger, someone wiser, someone who looks the part more than they do, someone who they can follow, someone who they can emulate, yeah? But more time these youngers are following bozos, yeah? Brothers who are still trying to live this life Yeah, They didn't make it in the past generation and now they're trying to make it in this generation. They weren't cool back then, but now they're trying to be cool right now. And even if they were bad back then, your time's done. But them olders are still trying to be the leader. They're still trying to be the leader from a boss perspective and not from a servant perspective. You get me? I'm trying to break it down. Listen, man, our young boys need men who they can look up to and follow. Yeah, so guess what, man? Mr. Percy drove us to school that day. And from that day, you know, me and Aaron knew this man has our back. Now this sounds mad, yeah? But I wanna let you know, listen, listen, listen. If you were to ask me, did you think your dad had your back? Guess what? The answer would actually be yes. I remember my dad always being there. Don't get it twisted. When I needed him, like when the, listen, when the chips were down and the rubber was hitting the road, my dad was always there. I've never gone to my dad for help, right? And he's turned me down. But that's never been the problem. Here's the problem, and don't miss this. Trust me, this is deep. The issue was that I just didn't want to go to him for help. I didn't feel I could. Like based on how he was, I just didn't think he could help me. And not just that I didn't think he could help me, I just didn't think he could help me the way I needed to be helped. As a teenager, I needed my dad to be there in other ways. Like if I was being bullied by the year 11s, my dad would come down one time, like easy. My dad was always there in them circumstances without fail, yeah? And I rate that, I respect that, but I needed him more than that. I needed him in different ways, yeah? Fatherhood is not like being an ice block. You can't just be an ice block. Ice blocks are needed, but not all the time, yeah? Fathers have to be the ice block, but they also have to be able to be like water, and they also have to be able to be like steam, yeah? H2O comes in different forms. You can't just be one way. If you're going to get the job done properly, you've got to be versatile. And your love has to be able to wear many cloaks. My father did love me, but he loved me his way. I needed him. Listen, I needed him to love me my way. If I needed money to go somewhere or do something, my dad would never leave us without. My dad loved us. I know this. I would never deny that. I just didn't have him in the areas of my life I needed him the most. I needed love in my language, not his language. It's like when you're married or in a relationship, right? Listen, when you commit to someone, when you say you love someone, it's now your job. It's now your duty to find out how they need to be loved. Your job as a boyfriend, a husband, or a girlfriend, or a wife, is to daily learn new ways to try and love your wife or husband or boyfriend or girlfriend a bit better. Your job is to find new ways, right, not on how you can love them better from your language but how they'll receive it through their language. And guess what man, let me keep this real, like 100, I believe the same for parents. It should be the parent's job to seek out, to know how that particular child needs loving, how they need caring for, right? I knew my dad's language, but my dad didn't know mine. I knew how to communicate with him to make him understand, but he didn't know my language. He just didn't know how to be there for me the way I needed him to be there. He couldn't speak into my pain. Right? He, 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 he couldn't be there. Not because he didn't want to. Let me not get it twisted. Let me not beat him down. Yeah? Not because he didn't love me. Right? Not because he didn't want to be there. But simply because he just didn't know how. A lot of our mums and dads out there simply don't know how. I'm not bypassing them. I'm not saying it's okay, but let's be real, yeah? We can't just penalise and be punitive as, as as a black people. Let me say this plain and simple, right? As a people, whatever race you're in, problems are problems. Problems know no colour, yeah? 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 But listen, man, a broken home knows no colour. Yeah, and if this resonates with you, you need to understand, right? That you need to recognize yes, our parents didn't know any better, so they didn't do any better. But we have to get to the place, right, where we can say, you know what, you know what, let me try and understand. I am telling my story right now from the position of hurt and pain, but guess what? I'm also telling this story from a position of understanding. I don't bypass my dad's issues. I don't bypass his pain, but guess what? I understand him. I just needed him to be there. I just needed him to get me. my dad's affirmation i needed that girl talk i needed that sex talk i needed that daddy days out listen man i needed the stories from his day i needed the stories from back of his day i needed my dad like listen man i got a lot of friends who never had a dad they didn't have a privilege of having a physical body right there i get that don't get it twisted like i know them that's never even seen their dad never even known their dad yeah And my heart goes out to them, they know this. I would never wish that on anyone. And this is not a competition to see whose life with or without a dad was worse. But hear what I'm saying. Do you know how it feels to have a dad and at the same time not have a dad? It burned. Because my dad was actually there. But but listen, 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 he was actually there. but, but, But hear me now, not in the capacity. I needed him in. I do something wrong. I wasn't getting told off. I wasn't getting little man beats. Listen man, I was getting them big boy beats, man. My beatings were pretty unbearable. I would literally feel broken after each beating. But let me show you guys something about getting beats by the one you love. And this is what I'm talking about. I know my dad loved me, but when I did things wrong, he would do things that would make me feel Big man, this can't be love. Every time I got a bad beating, I would sit there broken. I would lay there broken, right? Thinking, wait a minute. Like, come on, man. How can this be okay? Like, it didn't make sense. I didn't get it. I used to think, am I his enemy? I used to think he didn't like me. Like, I was confused. Because I know he loved me. But I refuse to believe that this is the way you treat your child. So guess what? I became an angry child. And that wasn't my road. That wasn't my way. That wasn't who I naturally was. But I became that way. I was physically able. And I started to see it. I ain't claiming bad man. I'm not claiming to be the number one guy. But all I know is this. Yeah? I've not lost one fight in school. And that wasn't because I'm a bad man. It was because of my pain. You couldn't try to bully me or pressure me in school. You couldn't try to stick it on me in school. And it wasn't because I was in a gang. It wasn't because I was trying to be bad. It was because of my pain. I keep saying it. A lot of men are bad. A lot of men are in gangs. A lot of men are shooters. A lot of men are doing all of this stabbing stuff. And I don't believe they're wicked and bad. I don't believe they're vicious. I don't believe they're vile. But guess what I do believe? I just believe they are hurting. Yeah? So guess what? With me, I didn't shy away from trouble. I didn't shy away from badness. Yeah? I would would claim it. I would embrace it. Yeah? It ain't no joke. There was a time in year seven and eight now. I'm getting a bit older. I despise my dad now. Mm -mm, It's too late now. I'm gone. I'm done now like I was distant now I had got to the age where I wasn't I wasn't really engaging I had almost totally disconnected from my mom and my dad yeah and what that means is this when I was in the home I now learned yeah how to play the game I was one way in the house and a total different way outside the house Like you see when hunger strikes, it's a serious thing Like it ain't no joke, when hunger strikes It ain't, it ain't, it ain't about looking for quality food When hunger strikes, yeah, yeah It's just about looking for something Anything edible will do When you reach that level of hunger Where it doesn't even matter what you are consuming All that matters is now that you eat something This was my reality Home was home, but home wasn't home like home was supposed to give me nutrients and substance and you know things that I needed in life home was supposed to fill me up so that I didn't need to go outside you get it but home was literally just giving me food shelter and clothes home just provided good things but the very things that I also needed I felt to get in the home as a result Listen man, as a result, as a result, I was starving. As a result, I was hungry. As a result, I was messed up. As a result, I was let listen listen listen. I was like a fiend. I was just looking to eat. Primarily, now let's not get it twisted. I would go for my mom's love and my dad's love. That's what I needed. That's what I wanted. But guess what? It didn't go like that. It didn't work like that. Because I didn't get that love at home, and let me not miss this, right? Let me say this clearly. It doesn't mean my mum and dad didn't love me. It just meant they did not know how to love me when I was at that age. The affection and the warmth, I weren't getting it, right? I'm not having that for years. I had to settle for less. And I ain't calling the girls in my school less, you know, but the girls in my school, right? The love they gave me was not the love that I necessarily needed. But that's who I had. So guess what? The girls in my school replaced my mum, and the man them replaced my dad. School wasn't about maths and English. Forget about that. No way. Like, please. School weren't about physics and science. School wasn't about that. I got to the place now where school weren't even about football no more. School was about looking good right school was not about being good it was about looking good school was about 110s and tns and wallabies yeah school was about scott jacket school was about avericks school was about tl hat and tn hat yeah school was about listen the doggy hat school was about looking good school was about being the man that's all i cared about now and i realized right that when it came down to girls i was the man nobody in my school life can tell me any different I ain't bragging, I'm not boasting, but I'm telling you my story, yeah? Nobody can tell me no different. A lot of man them took the crown for badness. A lot of men them took the crown for doing all of these things. But listen very carefully, when it came down to girls, I was the king, yeah? Facts on life. And it might sound like to you that I'm bragging and boasting, but I'm just telling you my story as it was yeah because of the lack of love that i received at home i found love in these girls yeah i found love in what they gave me yeah i found love in what they showed me so more time i was in the it room with the door locked yeah doing mad things under the stairs more time i was bunking school doing some crazy things with these girls from an early age i was doing some 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 late things don't miss that man from an early age i was doing some adult things School wasn't for learning. I literally went to school for gyal. That's it. Like it really got to that point. Let me tell you how I was moving back in them days. I went to school. Hear me now in my first school from year seven to year nine. In the space of three years, I had managed to go out with 14 girls. I don't miss that. And it wasn't about physical. It wasn't just about sex or mashing. It wasn't about pride and ego Like I'll be real Home kept me hungry And I was still searching for love It looked like I was searching for sex And it looked like I was searching for things And things And physical stuff It looked like I was searching for feel-ups But that was just a smoke screen What I really wanted Was my mum And what I really wanted Was my dad Like I said Fathers, watch out. And I mean this. Fathers, watch out. Because if you don't father your daughters, trust me, a little dirty schoolboy will father your daughter. If you don't love your daughter and if you don't show affection to your daughter, a little boy who hasn't even got a father figure in his life will use your daughter as 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 his go-to when he wants a release. How about that? I was desperately seeking... I was desperately searching, I was still doing football, don't get it twisted, but girls had now taken top spot, I got to the point where I couldn't be single, like being single was like being naked, yeah, let me say that again, I got to the point, I got to the place where being single was like being naked, that's never gonna happen in public, i always had to be in a relationship i always had to be with someone i was always on the phone i always had to be seeing someone kissing someone touching someone i did say this hear me now i did say this was full-blown honesty i'ma keep it honest yeah man this is it this was my new normal being single now felt weird it felt abnormal being single felt crazy like something was majorly wrong. If I was single, now nah, forget that. <laughs> that don't even make sense. Things are starting to get deep rooted now. It got to the point in school where it was just literally about the girls, who we could be with, what we could do, how far we could go. When it came down to girls in my school, I can boldly say that I led the pack. And it felt good to know that at my little age now, when I was being forgotten for not knowing maths, when I was being forgotten for having a stutter, when I was being forgotten for looking like rubbish and being like rubbish, now I felt like I was the man and I weren't going to let this go. Listen man, this ain't a joke. I can boldly say that I was moving nuts. But guess what? It felt good. It felt good to know that at this age, most girls wanted to be with me. I was literally passed around like a parcel. Imagine going out with over 10 girls within the same year, in the same year group. It just goes to show when you think your little ones are just in school doing maths and English. Parents, best know that maths and English is not the only thing that's guanin. I was doing things to girls from very, very early. That I know for a fact that some grown men in their late teens weren't even thinking about doing. Like this became the norm. Like this was just who I was now. In the next chapter though, you thought that was something. No, 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 no. Just wait for the next chapter. I'm going to be breaking down, yeah? I'm going to be breaking down something very, very deep.